Hello and welcome to episode 201 of the Codex Prime podcast for Tuesday, May 5th, 2020. I am your host, Victor Omoyo, and with me as always is my co-host and social media chair, Carl Bird. What's happening, everybody? Yes, we are back uh, once again. Um, we are going to be following up on our non-MCU Marvel Films Tournament uh, later on. Uh, we also we also have some things that we'll that we'll talk about as far as games that we're playing, maybe some books, uh, some movies, maybe uh, the the usual stuff. You know, you know how we do here at the Codex Prime podcast. I mean, you know, by after two hundred episodes, you should be well acquainted by now. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but man, how 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 are things been, man? All right, can't complain really. Uh... Mm. Yeah. Um, just don't mind me. I'm like, share, I'm sharing episodes right now. Ah, that's cool, man. Yeah, share away, man. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's been a, it's been a pretty, pretty tedious uh, a few days. Mostly just like staring at the at the laptop, trying to get some work done, and you know, I managed to get a little bit of sunshine in uh, as I ran some errands. Uh, then I went back home, but. Other than that, that was it. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty much all. All you can do, really. Uh, we got yeah. Kyle. We got Kyle Chapman in the chat. He says oh, that. Yeah. Says Carl's glowing. That brother couldn't wait for the barber. You actually went to the barber, Carl? I did. I did. <laughs> I did. Trust me. He took. Before you start judging, very. He was very like on top of it. On top of his game. So I. It, it was. It was a comfortable experience. Okay. God damn it, okay. Uh, he said, like, didn't allow anybody into the shop. Into the shop. He did not even, like... Yeah, it was just one at a time. He only took care of his regulars. He only cuts, like, a few days a week. Um, gloves, gown, mask, all that, like... That's a, that's a mighty big risk. I mean, both on his part and your part, man. I mean, why? It, it, I mean, in in a, in a midst of a pandemic, Carl, do you really have time for vanity? Uh, it was just, yeah, it was just an opportunity. I was like, you know what? He and he explained how he did everything, so I was like, all right, guess it won't be. It wasn't gonna be bad. Yeah, that, that, that's that's too risky, man. But you know what? As long as long as you're both safe, I, I hear that. Uh, Barbasol is really effective, or Barbicide is really effective. Um, but even so, man, I would just advise that you just, you know, buy a pack of dollar, pack of uh, usable razors and call it a day, you know, and some clippers. That's all I really need. I, I can't, tr- I don't even trust myself to do this. I cannot see our comments, and I'm like, this is weird now. <laughs> Yeah, I see the I see the uh, comments here. Oh, Kyle says that in Carl's de- defense, he's a Cowboys fan. They don't catch passes, okay. so he won't catch anything as well. Well. <laughs> oh, I knew he was gonna say that. That's an old, that's an old one, Kyle. You gotta be original. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, I'm I'm glad that you're that you're uh, safe and healthy nonetheless. So that's that's good, man. Okay, I got the okay, I got the comments. I had to switch the iPad and stuff, but all right, we're all shared up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got my notes here. Yep, that's good. That's uh, good. I'm good to go. That's good. Yeah, man. Uh, 
yeah. So what what have you been up to, man, this past week since our two hundredth episode? <laughs> <laughs> well, I um dabbled on a few things. So first I wanna give a big shout out to Raymond Leonard. He's uh an independent uh comic artist and he has a comic that's currently out right now called Agent Solo. I know it's a little backwards, but Okay. Okay. Can't really describe what it's about, but it's actually pretty good. Um, it's kind of one of those like number one issues where you don't really get the origin story, mm-hmm. but there's more to it, so it kind of makes you want to like read the follow up issues that are going to be coming out. Yeah. But the artwork is amazing. So, um, and it turns out that he's actually a good friend of Jim Savard, so I actually reached out to him via Facebook, and I was like, "Hey, how can I get a co- You know, get a copy of your comic because I would see him like post a- post about it." And, you know, he sent me the link, and then Jim Savard just happened to jump on, and he said, yo, Carl's a good guy, take care of him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right, no worries, already hooked him up. So, instead, so with the issue, mind me, I'm trying to do this, don't mind me, I'm just trying to get all this out with one hand. That's all right. So, he gave me a sketchbook, I'm actually going to turn this around a bit. So, a sketchbook with, like, you know, drawings of some of the characters. Mm-hmm. That are in the story. That are in the story. And also, he gave me a personal sketch. Ah, okay. Yeah, that's what's up. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah, it is. So um, I don't know if I want to hang it up, but just keep it in. Uh, keep it in its uh, window bag. Mm-hmm. But. It's actually fun to read. It's like he, I actually reached out to him seeing if he would be interested in being part of the show. Since, mm-hmm. you know, we can do this with Zoom and we can talk to people from East Japan, fuck anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm just waiting for him to hit me back up, hit me back and then, and see how that goes. But he would actually be able to um, tell you more about the character and more about the story, more about himself. Mm-hmm. You know, it's independent art from chicago so it's kind of just people make people create dope shit it's just not you know on the corporate mainstream so it's kind of it's cool to support that absolutely yeah man a lot of great uh local artists are out there man and they may not have the spotlight uh, as like the mainstream uh, publications but they're but they're no less uh talented and uh, original right right and then also um Actually, you end up finding the uh, three movie collection mm-hmm. on Blu-ray of Bad Boys. Oh Jesus! <laughs> so that this go this review actually goes into the latest of the trilogy, Bad Boys for Life, uh, directed by Adil El Arbi and Bilal Fala. I don't know. I've never heard of these two directors before. I'm not sure. Maybe you have. Nah, me neither. But um. It was a fun. It was a fun movie. Okay. Fun movie. If I was to rank them, I would rank them as uh, two, one, three. Maybe because I have so much history with the other two. Mm-hmm. But it was still a fun watch. Um, it's about my, okay, Mike Lowry and Marcus Burnett return. Although Marcus Burnett is trying to retire. Of course. He's a pop pop now. Of course. <laughs> Damn. And they investigate a string of murders that are tied to Lowry's past. Hmm. And I honestly 
have to I have to spoil this one part for you. Okay. The movie begins with they're racing through uh, Miami, and it turns out they're trying to get to the hospital mm-hmm. because Marcus's daughter Megan mm-hmm. had a baby. Okay. Wow. So you know he's a pop pop now, and then he was like, "Oh, so what's the baby's name?" Marcus Burnett. But that's my name. Oh, she's like, yeah. Yeah, we're naming him after you. Mm-hmm. It was actually Reggie's idea. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. <laughs> and it turns out it was the, it's the same Reggie from part two. Wow. Now that's a nice callback from the 2003 film. I laughed hysterically. Same actor and everything. The guy mm-hmm. who actually played him was not even an actor. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, I think his name is uh, Dennis Green. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, oh, man, I laughed hysterically. And he was like the same exact character. He was like, yes, I thought it would be honorable, I thought it would be honorable if you approve. I'm like, yo, Mark is scared of so straight that he ended up like joining the Marines. Jesus. Wow. That Abby, and then there's more to come. Uh, that's just the only one I had. This the only part I wanted to spoil for you because that had me dying. I was like, that was a big highlight of that movie. Hmm. So, okay. but it was you know just action pack, action pack, just like the first one. Not as many explosions as the last one because you know Michael Bay just likes to blow shit up. Of course. Is he a, is he an undercover pyro technique? Yeah. Like is he just a pyro? You know what, like, he, I mean, if he wasn't a director, he probably would be a pyromaniac. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he, no spoiler, he is in the movie, by the way. Oh, Michael Bay? Yeah, he does make a, he does make a small cameo. Okay. I won't tell you in what, but mm-hmm. it's a small cameo. So, I mean, it's out on, it's out on Blu-ray, Redbox it, um, I know some streaming services, uh, yeah, probably like Amazon has it, I believe, but. It's worth watching. Like a nice little Friday night, you and you and your lady can crawl up under a blanket, get some of that Trader Joe's caramel cheddar popcorn and the blood orange stuff. Is that right? Was that it? Yes. Yes, you're absolutely correct. Oh man, have have you ever tried the caramel uh, uh, cheddar popcorn? Nope. It sounds like two things that do not go together. They they go perfectly together. You'd be surprised. I I was skeptical. At, I was skeptical at first, but then when you when I had the two together, it's delicious. It's like the 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 right balance of sweet and salty, like and savory. It's so good. It's just so so good. I don't know. I usually like my sweet and salty separate. Mm. Okay, that's fair. You know, yeah, teach, teach his own, as they say. Um. All right. And the last thing I do want to review. Is a game that I actually currently have on pause right now while I was waiting for you to set up. Yep. Is Streets of Rage 4. Nice. Developed by Dotemu, Lizard Cube, and Cart and Guard Crush Games. Available on PS4, Xbox, which is currently free on Xbox Game Pass right now. Mm-hmm. The Switch and Microsoft Windows. Mm-hmm. And damn it, as a Streets of Rage fan. This is the game that we have waited 26 long years for. Damn, 26 years. (laughs) 
in this game, and you can even look it up, has received pretty positive reviews. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've seen a few reviews that have praised it for its for its uh, its unchanged gameplay and its art style. And that's exactly, that's what I was afraid of. And it was the same exact fan game that the fans wanted. It's like they knew what the fans wanted. You got that nostalgia, you get the old school and some new school feels. Like it was a great blend of both. And mm. the story goes, it takes place 10 years after the events of Streets of Rage 3. Okay. Criminal mastermind Mr. X has been defeated and he's dead. Mm. And his children, the Y twins, get it, X, Y. Yeah, yeah. Take over the empire and plan on brainwashing the city by using hypnotic music. Blaze okay. Fielding learns the learns of this corruption and calls on a few old friends, Axel Stone and Adam Hunter, who you actually unlock in the story, mm-hmm. and to stop to stop them. Okay. Also joining the team is Cherry, who is Adam's daughter, and Floyd Araya. I'm pretty sure I butchered that name. A cybernetically enhanced apprentice of Doctor Zan. I did a uh, first person first impression uh, Twitch stream, which is currently on our YouTube right now. But like I said, this game is what Streets of Rage fans have wanted, and we got it. Mm. Oh, that's dope. This, that's oh my god, the same exact gameplay with some extra new uh, special moves, and there's actually a way where you can play certain old school levels and unlock new characters as I actually just did in this current gameplay mm-hmm. where you have to find the bare knuckle the old bare knuckle arcade machines that used to be there yeah back in the day and you would have to take a taser from from um, the bad guys that you previously fought take the taser after you defeat all the bad guys in that particular um, part of the level and then you go into the you go into the place where the um, arcade where the arcade machine is, and you tase the arcade machine, mm-hmm. and then it takes you back to a level, and actually just unlock Axel from Streets of Rage One mm-hmm. as a hidden character. Okay. So throughout the game, there's actually more characters that you can unlock, and then they have other uh, modes as well. They have an arcade mode where you have to try to you have to try to beat the game with by using one life, mm-hmm. and then there's also a battle mode where it's basically where it's basically a fighting game. It, it's worth it. Like it's cool if you have on um, if you have Xbox Game Pass and it's free. Mm-hmm. Get it. Okay. I paid twenty four dollars for it on game on a PlayStation Network. Worth it. Totally mm-hmm. worth it. It's not a long game at all. It's about 11 levels. Okay. Worth it. Nice. Totally, totally worth it. Nice. Like, even if you have the option for free, it's worth buying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it looks it looks fantastic. And also, too, like, I know that uh, for the hard copies, I know there's, like, a limited edition Genesis clamshell that you could get. I saw, yeah, I saw it. It was, like, 60 bucks, and I was just like... I got way too much like going on right now. Like I'm still sending, like I'm still sending books to um, CGC for their in-house um, for their in-house signing. So so far I got one. I'm got I got an X Force number one that I sent to uh, get signed by Clayton Crane. 
my absolute carnage number one is be, is getting signed by both Ryan Stegman and um, uh, what the hell is his name? <laughs> <laughs> the writer, his, his name is just really escaping me right now. Donny Cates, thank you. Okay. Donny Cates, and then the last one I just sent out is going to uh, my X Men number one from the from October of nineteen ninety one. And I'm sending that to get signed by Chris Claremont. Next up is going to be uh, Frank Miller, Ooh. which, if you're a collector, totally worth getting getting something signed from him because it's the great Frank Miller. Yeah, he did the Dark Knight Returns. Right, right. I also I actually have a old uh, Spider-Man and Daredevil team up issue, which I'm gonna have signed and graded. And it, he was the guest penciler. Mm-hmm. Which is something that's going to be pretty rare that a lot of people probably don't have and have signed have signed and graded by him. Yeah. So I was like, all right, instead of just waiting, you know, ordering something and waiting for it to come in, I already have something, so I'm going to use that. And then the last one is going to be George Perez, who actually did the artwork for the uh, original Infinity Gauntlet comic. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to send that in and. Hopefully one day, fingers crossed, that I'll be uh, Jim Starlin, and I can get that regraded and signed by him, signed by Jim Starlin, and I'll have both the artist and the writer, and then it would just sky, and then the value of that particular comic will skyrocket. Mm. Oh yeah, sounds like a plan, man. You got you got all these uh all these artists lined up one by one. Yeah, yeah, it's like well, because well, what I do is I keep up with like all the like who's gonna be at Rhode Island Comic Con or whatever, and if I do want to get signed, something signed and graded by them, I just I plan ahead. Simply plan ahead. Mm-hmm. Like um, if fingers crossed, if you know Rhode Island Comic Con still happens, I know Vincent D'Onofrio is gonna be there, so I'm like, all right. I, I mean, I don't know if I want to use my Kingpin number one hip hop cover because that's the only one I got. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I maybe probably just get another copy of it. Mm-hmm. Just to get it, you know, get it signed and graded by Vincent D'Onofrio, and Kevin Eastman's also going to be there too. So I want to get that signed by, um, signed by him, and maybe also if and Dave, you know, Dave Bautista's going to be there. So mm-hmm. two things: I get my picture autographed by my picture that I took with him years ago signed, and then also um, a dra- a copy of uh, Drax number one. Nice. And get that signed and graded. Mm. Yeah, man, that's what's up, man. Yeah, so that's uh, it's gonna be one hell of a collection you got. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. keep on adding more. And speaking of collections, mm-hmm. although the last four are in the mail right now, but I'm pretty much done with my Marvel hip hop cover collection. Nice. Oh, I'm gonna clap that clap up for that man. Yo, that's... two of them. Two of them are coming from from the UK so they've been they were delayed mm-hmm. you know obviously because of the pandemic yeah. but and then I got a couple of them at, you know on their way but I'm pretty sure that I'm done okay. I know there's just one rare one when, and I thought my Inhumans was going to be bad my one rare one that's pretty much going to be like the holy grail it's worth like 200 bucks and it's graded that's the only one I was able to find. Mm. 
and it's Deadpool number two, and the album cover is Vanilla Isis to the Extreme. <laughs> you know, strangely, that is pretty fitting for Deadpool. Thank you. That's why I'm just like I I want I want it if I can find if I can find it cheaper. I don't care if it's second print. If if I can find it cheaper, I'll hop on it and grab it. Man, Vanilla Ice. Man, that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> but yeah it's it's almost done i actually i can't believe it mm. yeah that's that's cool man and, and how long have you been collecting those hip-hop covers pretty much since we started this damn podcast wow it's like a good five years <laughs> yeah i could have been done sooner but there were times where like i just stopped i stopped uh getting them for a little while then i'll pick back up Mm. But it's been a consistent run, so I'm going to go. I found an anti-Hawaiian pizza t-shirt on my cover. Do you want one? I do, Kyle. Yes, I would love an anti-Hawaiian pizza t-shirt. You know, Kyle, I will say that Hawaiian pizza, you know, is much more beloved than your Carolina Panthers. You know, that's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, No, no, Hawaiian pizza has definitely has more fans, you know. That, that's for sure. I mean, the Panthers, I mean, what are they except the Cowboys of the Carolinas? But anyway, uh, moving. He doesn't watch football at all. <laughs> I mean, I, I, yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't watch, I mean, what is it, what is it National Foosball League? You know what it's League? called. You know what it's called. Is it? Um, you know what it's called. But I will say this. Extreme. You should be happy. You're not dealing with, you're not dealing with Brady fans anymore. True. True. Yeah, all the Brady. Gone. Yeah, yeah, all the Brady fans are, are all but silent, and um, it's pretty refreshing, you know. I mean, apparently he's going to Tampa Bay or something like that. Yeah. Wow. So he's actually playing for the Buccaneers. Yeah. Hmm. Well, it's a random choice, but okay. Um. As, oh, speaking of which, that reminds me. Apparently, uh, uh Rob Gronkowski is going back to the NFL. So. Yeah. <laughs> so much for his retirement. And he's- yeah, and he's still the 24-7 champion, which yeah. means that he can score a touchdown. R-Truth, I know they're going to do this. Mm-hmm. R-Truth will show up because yep. he's the only one who can pull this off. Yeah. <laughs> and pin him for the championship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, like right after the Yeah, right after a touchdown, boom. R-Truth comes out of nowhere, schoolboy roll-up, one, two, three. And he runs out of the arena. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I'll laugh. I, I, can, I will laugh hysterically. Oh, boy. Man, that 24-7 title is... It's it's it's, it's, it's there. I will say that... Yeah, uh, it's there. It's comedy. It was just like the hardcore title back in the day. It was literally for something who was people... For people who are not on TV enough to do. True. Yeah. I mean, hell, I mean, Tamina's a former 24-7 champion. What does that tell right, you? Right, but then... <laughs> right, and then... Here's the thing. It has its run. It has its comical run. But what I'm... What I'm liking about it, that it's not on TV right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, all right, fans could, like, forget about it for a little bit. And then all of a sudden, it'll just come down like, oh, shit, there it is. And then it just should it just go away for a while again. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, that belt still exists. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, something funny happens about it. We get it. We'll get a cheap pop, cheap laugh, mm-hmm. and then let it go away again. Of course. 
Yeah. But, yeah, man. Oh, speaking of wrestling, I know that uh, you took part in uh, UWO's the Thirst Bucket Tournament Challenge. Yes, uh, and it was actually quite fun. It, it was a, it was actually a lot of fun. My girl actually took part in it last week as well with me. Mm-hmm. And she had she had a blast. Yeah, I saw I saw the first one, um, and I saw the second one after the fact because uh, I was. Yeah, this is... yeah. Oh yeah, the one that we did on the one that we did on Saturday, Gavin, Gavin, all the way from the U in the from the UK, Gavin Ox. Yep. He's one of those names you have to say with an English accent. Regardless <laughs> if the English accent is good or not. <laughs> oh, Gavin Ox. But um, okay. yeah, he took part in it. It was a lot of. It was a lot of fun, so um, I can't. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the next one. Mm. And um, what else? So I got Dark Side of the Ring has been consistently pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, last week was the slap heard around the world. Ah. Dave Schultz slapped that 2020 reporter. Oh, John Stossel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you wanted, and it was funny. Like at the end, of the, at the end of the documentary, he's like. So they asked, do you have any final words for uh, David Schultz? Fuck David Schultz. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, you know what? That's totally valid. You know? But then again, he shouldn't have, like, popped off at the mouth and said that, oh, I think wrestling is fake. You don't say that in front of a professional wrestler. That's the one thing you don't do. Exactly. Like, that's their livelihood. Yeah. You know, you're trying to diminish someone's livelihood. It's like somebody coming up to you, and I'm like, oh, I think you're consulting. It's bullshit. Mm-hmm. You're going to feel insulted, right? Of course. Yeah. All right, then. <laughs> you know, somebody comes up to me and be like, yo, your job is a waste of money. Well, that's definitely like a, uh, a guaranteed, well-deserved throat to the, you know, punch to the throat. Oh, yeah. It's like... Yeah, so I... So tonight's episode is going to be um, Herb Abrams in the UWF. It's a it was a promotion that went on during like the mid nineties. I tried to compete with Vince, and I guess Herb Abrams, um, who did not have any like professional wrestling experience before then. Yeah, and he actually made it pretty successful. And then he died like face first in like cocaine or something. Jesus, damn! Well, that's a that's one hell of a fall. Man. Yeah, I guess he went. He went out party. I guess. Yeah, I mean, like if you you live that high life and you think that you know you're untouchable, and next thing you know, you learn the hard way. Yeah. So well, the, yeah, but the whole thing I've been raving about it every every week since it came back on. The whole season has been very, very, very good. I really enjoyed the assassination, you know, the assassination of Dino Bravo. And I didn't know too much about that story. So then once they finally told it, mm-hmm. like, I was hooked. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I know his story was certainly, wow, certainly tragic to say the least. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I will say that the one episode I'm looking forward to is the finale, the Owen Hart episode. Oh yeah, that's gonna be good. Mm. Yeah. That is that's still gonna that's still gonna be good. Mm. And I still want Owen to be in the Hall of Fame just to like just to sell it, just a chance to celebrate him. Mm. Like I know people are you know the WWE Hall of Fame is questionable, but 
you know, for me being such, you know, an old school fan and all that, what's up, Brian? That like, I just still, I still enjoy hearing like road stories and, you know, the stories from behind the scenes and all that. So you're going to get a lot of, a ton of good ones about Owen, especially like all the rips that he used to pull on people. Like, dude, he pranked his own father. Yeah. He pranked Vince and got away with it. <laughs> yep, he certainly did. <laughs> so, and, and, you know, that's a, that's a, one reason why I enjoy the Hall of Fame as much. And they're still getting the respect that they do. Mm-hmm. So that that's why I enjoy it. And I would love to see Owen finally be celebrated. Hmm. Indeed. Yeah, that's man. how I'm. That's how I'm looking at it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I I have a like I have mixed feelings about about it. Um, I mean, should his career be celebrated? Absolutely. Uh, but for WWE to do it, specifically Vince McMahon to do it, there's there's I don't know, it's too 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 way too much skeeviness to really uh to really latch onto that idea in my opinion. But I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll think a little differently once the Owen Hart episode uh, airs. You know, I think a week or two. Yeah, I believe so because I think they still got the uh, the fall of Road Warrior. I guess the fall of the Road Warriors. I think that's yeah. what they're calling it. Yep. But I know they're doing one of uh, Road, you know Road Warrior Hawk and uh, you know, his death. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I've been collecting all the MCU movies on Blu-ray, and I'm finally complete. Oh, I got all of them. Yeah, up to date. Wow, even, even From the Iron Man to what was that? Oh, even the bad sequels. Yeah, like Thor: The Dark World and Iron Man Three. Got them all. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, remarkable. Uh, what are you gonna do? A MCU marathon, all of them back to back? One day, hmm. I wanted to do that. Um, leading up to uh, Infinity War. Mm-hmm. But uh, at that time, not all, you know, they didn't have Disney, you know, Disney Plus, and not all the movies were available on Netflix or the streaming services that I did have. So I was like at a standstill for, you know, that time. And plus, in the situation I was in, I probably wouldn't have the time to be able to sit down and watch it right you know what i'm talking about yeah oh certainly certainly okay (laughs) (laughs) yeah but um that's pretty much what i've been up to doing some you know doing some drawing uh fixing up the man cave a bit like added some more stuff i got a couple more items to hang up Mm-hmm. So, Word. I've been keeping I've been keeping busy. Yeah, that's what's up, man. Uh, yeah, and that's what you got to do, man. Otherwise, if, otherwise your mind will become unspooled. You know, as you're staying inside the the house day by day. You know, and and the weather is like so nice out too. But damn. Yeah, I took a couple. Yeah, I took a couple of walks myself. Yeah. And then, oh my God, okay, Carver, please tell me you're gonna talk about bully. Billy, Dave, and Cody, or did I? All right. No, Brian, you didn't miss it. Oh, what's this? So, uh, was he going to say? Okay. Because Brian literally, he hit, he texted me earlier this earlier today. He's like, oh, my God, did you listen to Busted Open? 
mm. about how Dave LaGreca is now banned from AEW events. Cody Rhodes had what? banned Dave LaGreca from Busted Open Radio. Really? What's going on? Yeah. Because, as you know, um, yesterday was May the 4th. Mm-hmm. So, Bully Ray, yesterday for the day, he was Darth Bully, because Bully's such a hardcore Star Wars fan. All right, yeah. May the 4th be with you. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. he, so, you know, they were, you know, they were celebrating all that. And Dave was just like, I don't see the hype. I, I don't get it. You know, you Star Wars geeks are like wrestling fans. All you guys do is bitch complain. And he was basically bad mouthing Star Wars fans. And, and he brought it up. And they had Cody on the show, I think like the day before or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Cody was just like, you know. I never thought I would have to do this, but because of the way that you spoke so ill about Star Wars and Star Wars fans, that you are now banned from all AEW events. I didn't want to come. To, I didn't want to come to this, but you are now banned. And I, I was in Walmart today for work, and I was just like holding, trying to keep my composure from trying not to laugh. It was so funny. And then they also end up having uh, Mark Cardone. Matt Cardona, mm-hmm. you know, the artist formerly, the wrestler formerly known as Zack Ryder. Yep. He was on the show today. He talked about his recent release and how him and uh, Kurt Hawkins have a podcast where they talk about collecting uh, action figures. Mm-hmm. He talked about how he's, you know, he's such a huge Star Wars fan that he has a what he calls a piece of art. Mm-hmm. Like he has figures, not toys, figures. Yeah. And he has a piece of, and a piece of art where it's um, Han Solo in the frozen carbonite. Okay. In his room, and it, oh yeah, the bully was just like defending Star Wars. He's like, you have a, like Dave's like, you have a Star Wars lunchbox. No, it is a deluxe Star Wars lunch carrier. I have a lightsaber filled with, what is it, carbon crystals? Oh, that makes those. I think it's like Kyber crystals. I think. Kyber crystals, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, so like he was like defending it. Oh, it was hilarious. Hmm. Wow. So, <laughs> uh, so, so I hope hopefully the bands are just tongue in cheek. Like, I mean, really, he, Cody's, I mean, they're not that petty to ban each other from their own shows, or respective shows, right? I mean, I doubt it, but yeah. it, was, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun to listen to. Even Chris. Chris Jericho got on yesterday's episode was like, Dave, what the hell's wrong with you? How can you badmouth Star Wars? It's like, you grew up in the 80s. If you listen to metal bands, Star Wars, and pro wrestling like that, you was an essential child of the 80s. and uh, uh, mm-hmm. it, it was great. It was great. It's always fun listening to Dave LaGreca get roasted. <laughs> All right. Hey, man. I mean, I mean, I mean yeah, Star Wars. It is what it is, right? Yeah, I know. I, yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. You, you're, you're no longer a true Star Wars fan. Yada yada yada. Yeah. Yeah, it's on the podcast version, Kyle, um, mm. Brian. Mm. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> but yeah, it was a fun. It was a fun listen to, and of course, you know, they roasted Tommy Dreamer for his um for his weight. So. Oh, fat shaming. 
it's I guess it's Tommy Dreamer, so I guess it's okay to do something. Well, yeah, man, so I suppose. <laughs> Everybody does it. Like, I'm just like, Tommy Dreamer really isn't that fat. But then, yeah, I, t- I see him take his shirt off. I imagine Christian, like, yeah, he's too fat. But he's always, like, in on the jokes as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. But yeah, it's on the podcast version. You should you should like give that a list. It was it was hilarious. Hmm. Okay. Cool. And that's on Bully Ray's uh, busted open podcast. But it, it's Dave Bully Ray is a co-host of the show. I, mean, it's, I think it's Dave Lagreca's show. It's just that Bully Ray, Mark Henry, and Tommy Dreamer are on it. Gotcha. Yeah. Number one wrestling show out there right now. Hmm. Oh man, impressive. <laughs> yeah, anything else, man? So, yeah. uh, no, I'm actually good. I'm surprised that I had that much. Yeah, you had a whole lot. Lot to a lot of ground to cover. Gotta keep it I gotta keep myself busy or else I'll freaking lose my damn mind. I don't oh no, I, I'm I'm in agreement with you there, man. Uh yeah, that's for me, man. I just been um just been playing some some PS four. Um I finally finished Days Gone uh last week. Um, so that, How is it? Days Gone is really good. It's it's def it's worth it's worth playing. Um, I got I definitely got my money's worth from it. It's a long game, so it took me three weeks to finish. So it's you wow. you, you definitely you definitely get a lot out of it. Um, I really liked. Um, there's like a new game plus mode, where you, so you can start all over with your all of your previous upgrades, but but it, also you can continue uh, the the exploring the world after the ending. And so like there's a yeah. whole there's a whole bunch of um uh freaker swarms that I can that I can uh that I can take on. So it's like literally hundreds of of zombies running after you and then like you have to like take like focus and stamina supplements so you can like slow time down enough to like throw a explosive or two or three. Um so you can like blow up parts of the horde that's running after you. You can set traps, lead them into traps. Um it's, it's pretty intense and there's like there's like a, a good 28 of them. 28 hordes uh in, in the post game uh which I, I did i did like a few of them i did like two or three but then i was like you know what? i'm gonna move on to something else but it's a really good game it's w- worth the price now um i think i think right now it's like 30 bucks new but um because since this but but the sale was like 15 bucks 15 15 to 20 oh, bucks yes price. yeah so it was a really good really good price for it so so yeah days gone i really recommend um especially if you want to get that that post-apocalyptic zombie fix that The Last of Us Two uh, is not able to provide at this time. Um, I, will, I also. No, there's an official date now. Wait, I did tell you that. Yeah, uh, next next uh, June. Um, speaking of The Last of Us Two, I did read. I, d- I just I just said F it and I, and I read the the story leaks on Reddit. Um, and all I gotta say is prepare to have your expectations subverted. And we know how that went last year, don't we, Carl? Oh, Game of Thrones. But I will say this, though. Maybe that's the story, but you really won't know until you actually see the delivery of it. Right. Yeah, like... That's why I never want to do... I never want to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like... I I still enjoy that element of surprise. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, like fans are just too impatient. I'm sorry, like fans are just way too impatient, and they want to go ahead and do that, and then they end up getting 
what they expect one thing and not getting the other. But go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say that um, you know, for me, like I've I've waited for this game for so long that I was just like, you know what, I'm just gonna read the I'm just gonna read the leaks because who cares at this point. Um, and and you're right in that you know the execu- it's all in the execution. So the story on the, on the surface might sound like it's you know it's not quite what you wanted, but if you play it and if it all makes sense, then then it'll be worth it. And I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure it would it will be. Uh, but you know I can I can definitely see why some fans might be really mad about how the game might turn out and who knows and who, and who knows to say how many of the leaks are true or not and they might some things might have uh might might have changed since then but you know we'll we'll, we'll just have to wait and see um will I get the game right away though I don't, I'm not so sure like I, I do want to play Ghost of Tsushima more than The Last of Us Part oh, Two oh my goodness that, that's that comes out June right yes june 20th or 26th yeah so so yeah that that's the game i'm looking forward to um uh, brian says that i should join uh uh your cod squad call of duty um yeah we've been having a lot of fun with that we have we played we played last night during raw that was a lot of them we just did free-for-alls where we just all tried to kill each other and see who had like the last see who had the um who can get the most skills? Mm-hmm. Most kills. Usually Brian or uh, Brian Lucier. Yeah. But um, I did get second place one time, so. Okay, you're on the come up then. Just a, a little bit at a little bit at a time. It just takes a lot of practice, and there was a time where I stopped stopped playing. So the more I practice, the better I get. Just like any uh, just like any any video game. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Plus, I've been. Wait, go ahead. I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't know. Go ahead. Yeah. Now I say, plus I plan. I would like to do the um, campaign mode. That would actually help us out. That would help me out. Help me get better. So um, yeah. hopefully we'll see. But it's. I mean, we all got the time in the world. So. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, playing with them is fun. It's a lot of fun. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah. So yeah. Besides uh. Besides Days Gone, I've also been playing um, this other game, uh, which I which I bought, uh, A Plague Tale: Innocence. Uh, hold on. You hear that music? I do. Damn. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm using my uh, laptop speaker, uh, laptop mic, so you know it can pick up uh, more background sound. But apparently, there's a, you know, just the occasional person, you know, just rolling through the hood. Uh, blasting their music in their car because it's so cool, man. Because it's so badass. But anyway, um, I, I I played and I finished uh, a Plague Tale: Innocence, aka Carl's Worst Nightmare, because the whole game, <laughs> because the the whole game, like you have to you have to like outrun and avoid these swarms of, of thousands of rats uh, coming at you yeah. from all directions. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if you've got the stomach to play the game, Carl, because of your phobia of of rodents. Uh, um, no, if it's a game, I'll be fine. Okay. Real life rats is a whole different story. Yeah, but but this game is really cool. It's it's a it's a linear uh, story, and it takes place in the during the Hundred Years' War, so in the 1300s, late 1300s, and you play as a young girl named Amicia who has to uh, um, run away from the Inquisition. Uh, she has to protect her little brother Hugo. 
uh, Hugo de la Rune, who um, happens to have this disease called the macula. And, um, and throughout it, the Inquisition's hunting this boy, hunting her little brother down. And so it's a stealth game. So you get to hide from different troops. You have, you could, you get to upgrade your sling. You have like, you have a sling that uses a weapon and you like, you can like kill, kill enemies with one shot with a stone. Um, you get to upgrade your sling and like have different, um, different equipment you can use with it. Like to, to like explosive, explosive rocks to like to like scare away swarms of rats um the rats the rats in the game are 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 scared of light and fire so as long as you're underneath a torch or like some kind of light source they can't get to you so it's like there's several games several points in a game where you're underneath like this lamp or this torch and you just see like thousands of like beady little eyes just, squ just squeaking at you it's like be everywhere it's just like That's one funny. one disgusting furry black mass of of just rat rat flesh and fur you know and, and 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 they devour you in seconds too so like you can actually um lead uh any enemy to like a swarm of rats and the next thing you know they'll be devoured in like two seconds you know you know the way the way uh like like, like it's a hot dog eating contest it's it's pretty cool it's gruesome um but it's it's actually pretty cool to look at uh it's a it's a pretty it's a pretty good story too and it's got some really good characters and you know, there's some unlockables. Well, not not unlockables, but there's like some things you can discover in the game, like hidden items, hidden uh, little trinkets that kind of explain a bit more of the world. But yeah, man, uh, a Playtale Innocence. That's a really good game. It came out last year, uh, last summer in 2019. But it's it's well worth the price. It's I think um, I got it for like 15 bucks, but now it might be uh, jacked up to, to 30. But still worth it if you're looking for something different and something that's story driven. I feel like he was trying to make me like squirm or something while you was trying to explain about the rats. Yeah, I was a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, because totally didn't work. Yeah. If I was to see a real one, then you would see me like trip. But nah. I mean, I will, I will say that you should definitely watch that documentary called The Rat Film. It's on TV. I'll be all right. Yeah, yeah. Rat I'll Film's be like, cool. Oh, that's freaking disgusting. But then I'll be, I'll be okay. But. <laughs> If, like I said, if there's a real rat, like one, like if there was like one right there, I'm losing my damn mind. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I've seen. Thankfully, I've only seen like mice around here, but not lately though. But you know, rats, man, rats, rats keep it a hundred, man. I saw, I actually saw, a, I saw a video from this YouTube channel called About That Though. It's like it has those like only in New York uh, videos, but they also have like only in Florida. Where they show like weird stuff happening, and there was like a, a there was like a clip where there was a rat, and I kid you not, a rat was climbing up the side of a brick wall, of a brick building. Yes, yeah, seeing that in person, I'm running. Yeah. With nowhere to go, I'm just running away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's the logical reaction. Like, I mean, it's I mean, it's bad enough to see like spider rats. You know, rats trying to get their Peter Parker on. That's just not what we need. I mean, it's bad enough we got murder hornets coming on, coming to this country. Shit. Oh, you don't want? I've been seeing memes all day. Oh, you don't want to stay your ass in inside? Release the murder hornets. <laughs> oh my god, it's like just what we oh, need. Yep, people. Oh, people are so creative. They're like, huh. One was saying, now we have just reached level five. 2020 is basically a game of Jumanji. We have reached level five. 
What's yeah. level five? Murder Hornets. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Man, like, this, this year needs to end. I think this year is... This is this is like a Florida man year, man. I I, I don't like it. I, I don't like yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Just what was that year when all the celebrities like died? Oh, twenty sixteen. Like, oh. Yeah. I'm pretty sure this takes the cake. Oh yeah, yeah. I I, I absolutely agree. Like from between the pandemic, these murder hornets. Uh, uh, just, just everything politically. Like you just know that this, 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 this year, if we can only like unplug it and plug it back in, maybe we could get a, a a nice refresh. But yeah, man, it, this 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 year sucks. I'm gonna say 2020 is a shit year. It's a completely yep. shit year. Sure it is. Yeah, like like the best thing that happened this year was Parasite winning Best Picture at the Oscars. That is it. That is it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, people may have I'm like. I'm really trying to think. You, it has been a really bad year if you really have to think. Yeah. About what was the best thing that happened this year? Yeah, man, it's. We all stood our brooms up. <laughs> uh, brooms. Uh, it was some trend where like people were standing their brooms up. Apparently, oh. like it was a, it was it was more like a hoax. And like if you were able, like the the Earth was aligned with the moon and the gravity pull, and you were able just on this one particular day, mm-hmm. you was able to stand your broom up perfectly with no with no issues, and everybody was doing it. Oh. Yeah, that's interesting. I haven't haven't come across that one. Oh yeah, it turns out because I can still I can do it like right now. It was it, it was all it was all just a weird trend hoax. I mean, I remember Justin posted up and he said, "This is what I'm seeing in my timeline right now," and it was the scene in Breaking Part One where um Turbo was dancing with the broom and then the broom the broom stood still and he was dancing around it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Gosh. Well. You know, we we still have uh, how many more months to go? I don't know. You know, I, I've, I've, I'm, I'm losing sense of time. I mean, I don't know how long it's been. Has it been five weeks, two days? Help I don't me to... even know, honest and truth. Like, I'm yeah. just going to work every day. And I'm just like, yo, I'm going to this freaking house again. Like, I'm just so done with this house. Mm. I actually want to go back to my game program. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man. Um, onto I would say onto onto some uh, enjoyable, entertaining stuff. Stuff that lifts our spirits. Yeah. Uh, last week uh, we had our non non MCU Marvel films tournament. Um, we had the first round, so um, we're actually gonna finish. Uh, we're gonna conclude this tournament um, because we're gonna start off with the second round picks. So just to just to bring catch everyone up to speed. Uh, so far we have. The following matchups here: uh, Spider-Man 2 versus X-Men 2, uh, Blade versus Punisher 2004, um, Logan versus either Amazing Spider-Man 1 or Amazing Spider-Man 2, uh, Ghost Rider versus Daredevil, uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse versus X-Men: The Last Stand, Deadpool versus Fantastic Four 2005, 
X-Men Days of Future Past versus either Blade Trinity or Spider-Man 3. And Hulk versus Apocalypse, X-Men Apocalypse. So, with all that said, uh, let's kick off with the first matchup here. Uh, what do you got? Spider-Man 2 or X-Men 2? Spider-Man 2, easy. Yeah, same here. Yeah, uh, I mean, I mean, they're both they're both sequels that are better than the first film. But uh, for me, Spider-Man 2, man, it, it's, it's it's like the perfect sequel. It has so much of a better story. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Like, especially, especially like the that that one scene where uh, Peter Parker tells uh, Aunt May the truth about what happened to Uncle Ben. Uh, that that kind of hit me in the feels. Yeah. But yeah. Good scene. Oh yeah. Yep. So Spider Man Two makes makes the next round. Next up, we got Blade. Versus Punisher 2004. Blade. Yep. Blade. That was an easy one. Yeah, I'm in agreement with you there. Yeah, Blade. Blade is just—it's just an awesome film. It still holds up, man. 22 years later. Yeah. Hold on. Let me get the coin. Let me get the coin ready. Okay. It's funny. I have a coin here too. Oh, good. You know what? Yeah, we'll go buy your coin. Yeah. All right, so the next one, we have Logan versus either Amazing Spider-Man 1 or Amazing Spider-Man 2. Now, I, I picked okay. I picked part one, you picked part two, so... And I'm actually looking at the, uh, at the results, and Amazing Spider-Man 1 has actually won that one. Oh, okay, good, good. So we got Amazing Spider-Man... Part one versus Logan. Logan. Yeah, that, 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 that's a no-brainer right there. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, Logan is just such a such a powerful film, man. Uh, yeah. Next up, we have Ghost Rider versus Daredevil. What you got? Ghost Rider against what? <laughs> Ghost Rider against Daredevil? Yeah. Ben Affleck versus Nicolas Cage. Give me Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider? Um, you know what? I'm going to go... that was hard. Yeah. For me, for me, it's like on the strength of not having seen a Ghost Rider. I'm going to go with Daredevil. Uh, but but you know well, what? Yeah, let's 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 take it to the coin. So heads, we got Ghost Rider. Tails, we got Daredevil. So I'm gonna flip. Oh, what the fuck? Okay, Rick can't catch shit. Yeah, I certainly can't. Apparently, hold on, wait, hold on. It it fell. I think it landed on landed on my sweatshirt back here. Oh, here it is. It's on the floor. All right, I'm going to do this again. I'm going to do this again. My bad, y'all. My bad, y'all. So, flip the coin. Go ahead. All right, it's on the table. Catch it. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> oh, man. Um. Okay. Heads have it. Ghost Rider wins. All right. Yep. So, Nicolas Cage rides again. I'm looking at the blade back. You're struggling, struggling with your bumper. Yeah. 
Uh, next up, we've got Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse versus X-Men The Last Stand. Oh, you knew Into the Spider-Verse was going to win that. No question. No, it's, it's not even a competition. Oh, no. It's, it's, certainly, it's certainly not. I mean, Last Stand is trash. And against Spider-Verse, that, that's, not even, that's not even a fair matchup, to be honest. But, it is not. No. No. Yeah, it's but... Not. But you know we can only work with the uh, with the available non Marvel MCU non MCU Marvel films out there. So you know. Uh, next up, another easy matchup: Deadpool one versus Fantastic Four, two thousand five. Deadpool one. Oh yeah, yep. But I mean, Wade Wilson, Ryan Reynolds. Enough said. There you go. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have X-Men, Days of Future Past versus either Spidey, Spider-Man 3 or Blade Trinity. And the results of that one, we only have one vote. Mm-hmm. And it's Blade by a nose hair. Mm. <laughs> you That's know, what Eddie said, so we'll just go with his win. Yeah. Uh, let's just say Blade Trinity won that one. Yeah. Yeah, let, let's. And I'm kind of okay with it. Yeah, me too. I mean, because Spider-Man Three pissed me off that much. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Spider-Man Three was just was pretty bad, uh, and especially that that weird emo Peter Parker dance scene. Come on now, but yeah. So between Blade Trinity and and Days of Future Past, Days of Future Past with by by a long yeah by a, by country, a long shot yeah long shot country mile what have you. Uh, and, and finally, we've got uh, Hulk 2003 versus X-Men Apocalypse. What you got? Hulk 2003. Oh, yeah. Yeah, say what you will about... That's actually a movie I wanted to see in the theater. And did. Yeah. I mean, I respect... Uh, I respect what Angley was trying to do with, with the Hulk, but... But, I mean, I mean, there are things to like about it, like, like the, the, the stylish editing... Um, Nick Nolte and Eric Bana was pretty good, but and Jennifer Connelly and Sam Elliott, but the story it, it just needed more oomph, needed it needed a slightly different approach. Oh, and they fought in the clouds. Yeah. Oh, and also Hulk fought those three mute mutant puppies, those mutant uh, poodles, I think. Oh, one of them was a poodle. Yeah, one. Yeah, it was like it was like he he fought three dogs in a force. It was like two pit bulls, one was a poodle. He punched one of the pit bulls in the balls. That was funny. Angley, you tried. He you tried. tried. Angley did try. He did try. We got to give him the cake. Give him the cake. <laughs> oh, man. Like the Simpsons. All yeah. right. So, uh, next up, going back, we've got uh, got you got four, four matches here. First up, Spider-Man 2 versus Blade 98. Spider-Man 2. Of course. Of course. Yes. Uh, yeah. I, I, I got to go with Spider-Man 2 in there. I mean, Blade Blade walked so that films like Spider-Man can run. Um, but, you know, as a whole, like, I've watched Spider-Man 2 more than, than yeah. Blade. And fun fact, uh, Spider-Man 2 actually won an Oscar for Best Visual Effects. Suck well, it, John Aponic. <laughs> well deserved. 
because um, Doc Ock, that Doc Ock uh, uh, arms are incredible, especially the 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 train the train fight scene, dope. Still holds oh, yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah, Alfred Molina, Alfred Molina nailed that, and he oh. had the look too. Yeah, he certainly did. He certainly did. Yeah, oh. and he's a great actor, anyways. I loved it. Loved his performance in Da Vinci Code. Okay. Oh, I, I didn't know he was in that. I haven't seen the Da Vinci Code actually. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> okay, but is it good? Oh, it's very good. I I will I would let you borrow that one. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it might be available streaming by now. Yeah. All right, so next up we got. Check it's still on Netflix. I believe it's still on Netflix. Okay. Yep. I'll I'll, I'll be on the lookout. All right, so next up we got Logan versus Ghost Rider. Oh, Logan! Come on now, that's not even a match. Nah, it certainly isn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, Nicolas Cage. I mean, Nicolas Cage is awesome in his own Nicolas Cage way, but he can't stand up to Hugh Jackman and uh, Patrick Stewart now. Patrick Stewart? No, not at all. Mm-mm. Oh, next up here, we got Spider-Verse versus Deadpool. This is the nitty gritty. Mm-hmm. Whew. This one's hard. This is a hard choice for me. I'm letting you know that right now. Okay. So it's into Spider-Verse was a hip-hop movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess you know I'm gonna go with Deadpool because of the simple fact that even though Into the Spider Verse was more of a family movie and Deadpool wasn't, and then it just was able to take it to uh, oh damn I don't know dude they're just great in their own way this is so hard this is so hard like I'm literally looking at both their both the Blu-rays that I have. Are right next to well, Deadpool two is in between them, but they're right next to each other. Oh my god, this is so hard because I love both of these movies so much. Take it to the coin. Take it to the coin. Just take it to the coin. Hold on, Carl. This this was an easy answer. No, it wasn't. The correct answer was the correct answer was Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Way better than Deadpool. Just as good. I enjoyed Deadpool just as much. Okay, okay, that that's one thing. I mean, I I I okay, I totally I totally understand. I get it. But Spider Verse was a far better film in terms of writing, in terms of characters, in terms of everything. Uh, Deadpool had it too for me. Oh it my! Did. Like I both I left the theater both times, leaving with so much joy after watching. Both movies. It's hard. Take it to the coin. I'll be happy with either answer. All right. I'll be happy with either result. I'm gonna take. I, I can't have this headache no more, man. I'm gonna take it to the coin here, but I'm telling you, Spider Verse is the real winner in this. So, heads, Spider Verse, tails, Deadpool one. I can't believe whose man's is this anyway. Heads have it. Uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse wins. I'm happy either or, but damn it, that was hard. That was hard. Uh, well, I mean, for for me, for me, the choice was crystal clear. I mean, and I and I like Deadpool, I do, but Spider-Verse, man. I mean, Spider Pig, Spider Noir, Spider Gwen. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. But 
I love Deadpool just as much. Okay, all right, that's that's that's. that's I mean, it's the one movie that did Colossus right. It did. It certainly did. You know. They introduced a le- a lesser known mutant in Negasonic Teenage War- Warhead mm-hmm. and made her into a much more like lovable, more known character. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah, certainly, it certainly did all that, but we we, we, we both know Spider Verse is the better film. I love <laughs> them just as but I love them. I, I they're like my children. They're like my children. I love them. <laughs> okay, all right, that's that's fair. That's fair, man. All right, so uh, next up we've got Days of Future Past versus Hulk, O three. Days of Future Past. Yeah. Yeah, that that was that was not that was never in doubt. Um, Hulk tried, as you say, but is the future past is just a better film, and for my I, money, uh, for my money, probably the best X Men film. Yeah. 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 I will say this though, I am glad that you got the never released Fantastic Four film that they did in the '90s, or there was like another, there was a or the Captain America movie from the '80s. Oh yeah, <laughs> like there was like apparently there was a scene in the Captain America 1990 movie or an 89 movie where apparently he like stole somebody's truck. I don't know. Uh, it was it was weird. I saw it in like a I remember review. watching that movie one time as a kid, and I never saw it again until I like just happened to be in mid conversation with with one of my co with uh, buddy from work, and we just brought it up and i just looked back at the screenshots and i was like jesus christ this is bad <laughs> yeah <laughs> basically you just spray paint some aluminum foil some red aluminum just spray paint red on some aluminum foil make a mask out of it and you got red skull wow yeah i mean the 90s man it, it, it was a struggle decade for comic book films <laughs> yeah well hey we have batman we have batman returns that was a good one. It was. It was. And speaking of which, I'm going to have a DC tournament too. So uh, you can look up for that. Uh, okay, so now we're boiled, we've boiled down to the final four. So we have two matchups here. Um, first, first match, what you got? Spider-Man 2 versus Logan. Do, 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 Logan, my nose hair. Yep, you're absolutely right, man. Logan is the right answer in this in this matchup. Spider-Man Two is one of the best non-MCU films of all time uh, as of now. I mean, I would say like it's in my top five non non-MCU Marvel films, certainly. But Logan, Logan, Logan just has it's just a stronger narrative. Stronger performances. Um, and, and illness. Listen, I listen. That's not the prime reason why I like Logan. It, it's a it's a film that has it's a film that has dramatic heft. It just so happens to have two terminally ill characters. But so what? It it, it was like father and father and daughter dynamics. I mean, it was it was about. It was about the the, the struggle for freedom. It, 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 it was about like the 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 the, the fight against aging and time and how 
it time bests us all at the end but it was it was a damn good film it's a strong narrative oscar nominated for best adapted screenplay james mangold's best film in my opinion yeah you can kind of say i mean it's, it's debatable he did a couple other james mangold films uh he did um well he did the wolverine um, but he also did um, his remake of 310 to Yuma in 2007 with uh, uh, Christian Bale and Russell Crowe. He directed uh, Copland with Sylvester Stallone. Um, Walk the Line with Joaquin Phoenix and Reese Witherspoon, the Johnny Cash story. And um, he recently did one with uh, Christian Bale and Matt Damon called Ford, Ford versus Ferrari, which came out late last year. Okay, I remember hearing about that one. Yeah. So, yeah, he, he's done some good work, man. He's got a good, he's got a, he's got a resume. Oh yeah, definitely. So yeah, Logan gets to uh, the final round here, and next up we have two more competitors: Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse versus X-Men: Days of Future Past. Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, there. That was easy. It, it it was easy. I mean, Days of Future Past is it the best the best X-Men film? I say yes. But does it is it better than Spider Verse? No, it is not. All right, so now we're getting to the nitty gritty here. The final match: which film will win the best non MCU Marvel film ever? As of as of May fifth, twenty twenty, we have we have in the blue corner Logan versus in the red corner Spider Man Into the Spider Verse, Mister Bird. What do you choose? It's a hard one. If I was in a blue, was I was in a store. Mm-hmm. I only had enough money for one Blu-ray. Yeah. Those two are standing next, right next to each other. Mm-hmm. They both just happen to be the same price. Yes. I can only go home with one. Mm-hmm. Because I can relate to the character, to the main character more. Mm-hmm. Because it hit and some of those things hit me the way it did. Yeah. I'm going to give it to drum roll, please. Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Okay. All right. Spider Man into the Spider Verse is your pick. All right. It's a hip-hop movie. Like, certain scenes where, you know, the uncle just plays Biggie, he's hypnotized. Mm-hmm. And just the way it hit me in the theater. Um, and then when they were doing the graffiti scene and they was playing the remix version of uh, Black Sheep, The Choice is Yours. Mm-hmm. Um, just my, And just Miles. I don't know. I was just... I felt like I was able to relate to Miles oh, yeah. in such a way. Much more than I was able to relate to uh logan mm-hmm. or professor x for that matter now nah, i'm definitely not taking anything away from logan because definitely 
my my folks helped me help them get get this far in the tournament. But I just felt like Into the Spider Verse was a just much more relatable movie, and because it has a black lead character, D B it B E T is sitting there waiting like <laughs> trying to get their hands off. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Um. On that note, you know what? Um, I'll be right back. Give me two seconds. Give me two seconds. Time's up. Come on now. <laughs> you knew I was gonna do that. You gotta get the... Are you uh, grabbing both movies? Yes, I am grabbing both movies here. And on the one hand, yes, I have both the special edition, uh, special editions of Logan versus. Uh, Oh, Logan and Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Um, fanciest of packaging. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I mean, I mean, this. this Shout out to Harris. Yeah, I mean, I got the I got the Best Buy exclusive steelbook of Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. As soon as it came out, I was on it like brown on brown on rice. Um, I absolutely love this film. I've seen it uh, a total of uh, three times since its release. Well, Fortunate the Theater, and then twice when I got this uh, lovely, lovely Steelbook uh, Blu-ray. Logan. I, I watched it more just because the baby loves the baby loves Into the Spider Verse. Like she requests to watch Into the Spider Verse a lot. Nice, right on, right on. Well, she 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 loves the Sunflower song. <laughs> she loves that song. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, Logan. Oh man, I just love the stark uh, black um, packaging here. Just, just everything about this film is was so well done. Um, for me, definitely, this is this is the way you 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 go out. Um, you know, playing such an iconic character for years and still managing to bring something new to the table. Um, just the, the the starkness, the 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 power of this narrative, um, the power of the performances by Hugh Jackman and, and, uh, Patrick Stewart, uh, Daphne Keener as, uh, as, uh, as X-23, Laura, there's a black and white version, Logan Noir. For me, this was a hard, this was a hard choice. And wait, what is, oh, wait, they actually, um, no, I'm just curious. I'm like, what is it? Like, what is that? It's just the movie itself in black and white. Yeah. 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 Oh, just, okay. Yeah. Just a black and white cut. Um, for me, this was a hard decision, and I really and I really sat and thought about it um, for a while. And both films really moved me. For me, these are in my these are my top two favorite non MCU Marvel films ever made. Um, if but I can only choose one. There can only be one winner. And thinking about it, man, as much as I loved Logan. I gotta go with Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse for this one, man. I'm with you there because we agree. We finally agree. We, we finally agree on something monumental. Um, <laughs> because like the great man, th this film is just so fresh. It's just so. It's just such a a unique and imaginative and original take on Spider-Man. Like it gave me something new. Like when I watched this movie in a theater, like I left, I was, I was just so amped. I was so excited when I left. I had like this big old grin on my face, man, from ear to ear. I was like, damn, I just saw something absolutely special. 
um like the art style the animation style was just jaw dropping it was like a comic book literally coming to life um down to like the 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 little dots uh just magnified um i love the the cast shamik moore was an excellent miles morales uh mahershala ali as his uh, uncle the prowler you had brian tyree henry as his father um it, it was just a and, and i love the the approach that they took with a different spider-man like peter parker um uh, uh spider gwen spider-man noir spider ham um the the anime spider-man girl, spider girl from the future with her with her robot mech damn this, this this is just the for me this is the the definitive non-mcu marvel film i will say that this film into the spider-verse no lie is better than the entirety of the MCU catalog, and you can fight me. I knew me on you were gonna say that only just to. No, no, no. Yeah. I, 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 no, no. It's my, it's my legit opinion. I'm gonna say. I like it, but uh, I still wouldn't say all. I wouldn't say all that. Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say like, yo, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, and, and Logan, but even Spider-Man Spider-Verse alone, is it? I, I say I, I'll put that above all the Avengers films, including Endgame. I'll put it above. And now you're just trying. Now you're just trying. Now you're just trying to have an unpopular opinion again. No, no, no I, I'm not. Uh, that, this is. This is. No, no, no. This is. This is me, man. I'm not trying to troll. I'm not trying to be contrarian for the sake of it. I'm saying that Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse is it better than Avengers Endgame? Yes. No. Is it is it better no. than Black Panther? Yes. Is it better than no. any of the MCU films that we have seen? All 22 films. Yes. Yes. A, yes. A yes. Lot of yes. Them, but no. All right, this is the film that if 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 there if there was anybody who said that hey Victor, recommend me a, a good comic book based film something something based on Marvel, I will say sir or madam, this is the film for you. Watch Into the Spider Verse. The MCU films that uh, they got their it's, it's it's formula it's it's sugar it's cake it's 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 peanut butter cookies. This this is a three course meal. You're you're getting something sumptuous, filling, delicious, and you're and and you and you're gonna come back for more. After after macaroni you macaroni and cheese. Yes, mac. Wait 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 wait. We'll play the side dish. We'll play the side dish. Ooh ooh. Yeah, but that back on you. <laughs> I'm gonna say both, but <laughs> this is the film. This is the film for comic book fans, man. And for anyone who wants to get into a Spider-Man film or any Marvel-based film, start with this one. The MCU films, like I said, it's dessert. It's just dessert on dessert on dessert on dessert. This is a full-course meal. Yeah. Get with it. Get with the program, people. Spider-Verse. Nah. Infinity War. Infinity War and Endgame is... Nah. That's what, those are the full-course meals. Civil War. Full-course meals. Winter Soldier. Full-course meals. The first Iron Man. Full-course meals. I'm a, okay, I'm, I'm going to say that they're full course meals in the sense that they're like a six-inch Subway sandwich, okay? It's going to fill you up. It, it'll, get, it'll get you through, it'll get you through like the, the, the part of the afternoon. But if you want something that's going to sit in your system and, and, and give you that itis, make you fall asleep in, in a peaceful, blissful All coma. All the above. This. Oh, and Logan. Definitely Logan if you want, a, want something a little more serious, a little more... You know, a little, little, little more salt on your steak, on your well-done steak with that A1. 
Yeah. God, I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, man. So that so there you have it, folks. There it is. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is, in our tournament, the best non-Marvel Cinematic Universe Marvel film. What say you in the comments? Let us know below. So and and we will have more tournaments coming up too. So uh, be on the lookout for that. Um, yeah, I may have something in line for next week's episode. Not quite sure yet, but let's okay. just say everything is just kind of pending right now. Yeah. Just waiting on we're just waiting on some responses, but mm -hmm. we may I may we may have something good next week. Okay. Okay. Terrific. Terrific. Um, let me see what I was gonna say. Oh yeah, I did, I did I did come up with a couple of couple more tournaments. I did have one that I think you'll enjoy too. Um, it's a sixty four film tournament. What is the best black film of all time? Nope, I can't. I will not. There will be so much argue, so many arguments. That one can't partake. Uh uh. Are you? Oh, no, we may have to get a couple of people in here. You know what? It's uh, gonna be some arguments. I'm down for that. I'm down for that. I, I picked out all 64 films. I got the bracket set up. I mean, you know, I'm going I'm to I'm email it to you after this episode's over. Let me know what you think. Cause okay, and I'll definitely, um, I want to send you the link so you can get, uh, so it can be available for Raymond, to get Raymond Lay, Leonard's uh, uh, Agent Solo comic, because mm -hmm. I really recommend it. So. Okay, yeah, we're up. Nice. So, yeah, man, that's about it. Uh got a question of the week or anything? yeah i actually posted it on our instagram earlier today okay all right let me just open that up real quick all right it is which video game would people first think of when they think about you hmm <laughs> That's a, that's a that's a that's a huge question, man. I I don't know if I can really answer that because there's so many. Okay, okay. I will. Okay, I'll say one a video game that makes me think that makes me think about you. All right. And then vice versa. Okay. The Last Guardian. <laughs> I'm joking. Oh come on now. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, God. you gotta say that you was looking forward to it, and then when it finally dropped, you're like, yo, fuck this. Yeah, I, I completely lost interest when the game came out. Uh, nah, if I can, if I can say one, and that was only because my girlfriend's nephew brought this up that he has it. He's been he got it for free on uh, Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, and then you were the first person to come to mind that made me think about it. Mm -hmm. Near Autonoma. I know that's getting wrong, but no, it's it's, it's right. Near near Autonoma. Oh, automata, yeah. Automata, thank yeah. you. Yeah. But yeah, that one. Oh, okay, that's a good choice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's de that's definitely like a that's definitely what you call like a victor game right there. Because yeah, I remember, I remember when we was leaving Comic Con and there was a cosplayer mm -hmm. from the automata, and you're just walking by. You said, "Whoa!" Drop everything. <laughs> <without your> camera. <laughs> like right then and there. Just, yeah. Like, I've never seen you so excited over a cosplay. Yeah, because I was like, because, like, the game, I think the game was, like, it came out that earlier that year, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, somebody thought to, to make a Nier Automata cosplay? 
wow, that's I, I had to take a picture of that. And plus, like, I got the T-shirt too. So yeah. that one in Horizon Zero Dawn, and I think, and I'm, it makes me think of back to I think that same Comic Con when um we were walking, we were just walking. I said, you know. I would really love to see somebody cosplay as Aloy, and then I just happened to turn, and mm-hmm. Mink the Stater was right there, who absolutely nailed that cosplay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She really did. That was really yeah. impressive. Um, let's see. So, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, for you, I think of uh the game that make the game would be 2018's Spider Man. Yeah, because I love that game so much. Yeah, and apparently you've beaten it like twice, maybe. How many times? Three, three times. Yeah, there you go. So yeah, definitely. And the thought came again. <laughs> the <laughs> thought of it came again. I was like, nope, nope, nope. Let me wait until like next year or something. <laughs> mhm. Yes. Yeah. Def- definitely Spider-Man 2018. My my second favorite game of 2018. Yeah, first being God of War, and that's by a slight, the slightest I... of margin. <laughs> Yeah, slightest of margins. Yeah, yeah, so slight you got to look at it through a microscope, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and John, John says that Odin Sphere uh, makes me makes him think of me. Yeah, Odin Sphere is a really good game. Um, the PS4 version, Odin Sphere, Leaf Thrasier, that's like the improved, updated version of that PS2 game. Oh, Wolfenstein too. You love you some Wolfenstein. Oh yeah, love that game. Love both games, the New Order and the New Colossus. Woo! Love it. <laughs> yeah, you close your eyes. You you close your eyes. Oh yeah, especially the ending for Wolfenstein Two. <sighs> ah, love it, love it. Yeah. So yeah, that's already on our social media. So go ahead, comment away. Can't wait to see what y'all put. Mhm. Um, anything else you got? Uh, yeah, you can uh, catch all of our episodes on Facebook Live, as well as uh, Spotify, uh, SoundCloud, um, iTunes, where you can leave us a five-star review, Google Play, and wherever podcasts can be found. Oh, and also social media, uh, Twitter, at Codex Prime Cast, and Instagram, uh, at Codex Prime Podcast. All right, there we have it. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that about, that about wraps it up for this week. Thank you all so much for watching and listening. Uh, tune in next week. Uh, we're gonna have uh, something something cool uh, on the horizon, um, and also in the future episodes, we're gonna have some more tournaments uh, coming down the pike. Um, I do have a few. Uh, I do have a, a DC Films tournament that's gonna be pretty fun. I know John will really appreciate that. Uh, we also have um, the the up uh, another like I said mentioned earlier the the 64 film best black movie tournament which i will send you the bracket in a few minutes carl oh, Jesus. um and, and uh and yeah uh, and, and yes i was fair harlem nights is on there so i had i, I wanted to be fair as possible so um, oh, you did it, but. <laughs> yeah 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 harlem harlem god harlem nights is trash but um it, such a good movie. It, it, it really isn't it really is not but it really is but anyway, I mean, I mean, Harlem Nights. I mean, I mean, what, what's what's the worst film? Harlem Nights or The Wiz? It's, I mean, Harlem Nights definitely, but Wiz is pretty bad too. But anyway, thank you all so much for watching and listening. As always, we will catch you on the flip. Peace out, nerds. Later.